0: We're live. Hey everybody. Hello. This is coach Mike Doretto and Sasha Daygame. Hey everybody on Facebook. We're going live on Facebook and YouTube. How are you lovely people? If you're on Facebook, what do they want to do, for Sasha?
1: Uh, they want to move to an alternate social media platform that doesn't spy on them and, and whore out all their information to evil, evil, evil corporations. But first, start watching this on Facebook. YouTube. That's right. Do watch this on YouTube. Also, that's also evil. But don't worry, we we've at least got some alternatives for YouTube. Um, yeah, do do watch it on YouTube if you can, because um, I'll be holding this for a while. But I know myself, I'll probably at some point be like, I'm not gonna hold this phone up. This is gay, and I'll throw it away. And then we'll keep going on YouTube. Uh, so you know, but do it. Do as you like. Um, so we thought we'd do a little uh, a little rant because I'm I'm together with Mike in Boston. Uh, we did a little jujitsu yesterday. That's Woo! right. We did. Yep. Uh, I feel pain. <laughs> um, but no, it's really, it's really fun. It's funny when you're not, um, you're not, you're not doing it. And then you get in there, you're a little physical and you learn how, you know, you learn how to like choke a dude out and you're like, this is fun. You choking a guy, out, like learning how to do this is fun. And, uh, it's, it's a good time. So yeah, we thought we'd do a little rant on, uh, on ego and ego, ego, um, because, uh, it's something really major major thing in my life because you know a lot of people think you know oh sasha he you know he was a dating coach he was a pickup guy he was teach, teaching guys how to pick up chicks but i really i had an epiphany back in like 2009 ish maybe it was like early 2010 but many many years ago where uh, one student was struggling uh you know he, he was really like uh and uh, i just made him go do some crazy ass shit and he just went and did some silliness just absolute silliness and he came back and he was, and he just had changed after, the, after just being still. And then the rest, of, the rest of the weekend was easy. You want to stand out there? The sound, the sound's going to be poopy there. Well, then we should, should go to YouTube. That's right. It, well, it'll be a little better. Hang on, let me just, let me put this here. Um, actually, Mike, I have a crazy idea. What if we put it here, and I can see both of us? Hey, and it just, blo- it just blocks our yeah, thing. But it it doesn't ourselves. really matter. We don't know, we to see perfect. ourselves. Excellent. Huh? Yeah, right. Who's a genius? Yay. Um. But basically, yeah. So I just had this realization of like, okay, something really shifted for this guy when he did some silly shit where people would have thought he was a bit of a retard, but he and he just didn't care in that moment. Something shifted, and then I was talking to him after the course, and I was like, so, and he was so on fire after the course. He was just he was just running up to girls and doing whatever the hell he wanted, and he, getting phone numbers was unbelievable. And I was like, hey, so what was the, what was the best part of your course for you? And he said to me actually it was where i went and did that one stupid thing where i where i went and i tried to uh, what the exercise was it was just totally random uh i came up with it in the moment i said take that garbage can and pick up the garbage can on the street walk up to the person standing there and be like hey do you want to buy some garbage that was it it was just completely ridiculous but he but he said when i did that and it was even though it was completely stupid i did that and i found it funny and i realized actually it doesn't matter what this random person thinks of me it makes no difference then he suddenly something snapped and he was like fuck it, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks and he just went completely on a rampage on a complete rampage, uh, with the ladies. So, so ever since then, you know, even though people go, oh, social helps guys meet chicks. Actually, even though there was an element of like, yes, talking them in and how to flirt and how to arrange things and how to all, all, all this kind of stuff, but actually a critical ingredient, mm-hmm. if not half of everything I was doing or, or even more was actually just teaching that one aspect of social freedom. Doing what you want to do, doing what's right for you, doing what you just doing, feeling whatever, following whatever you feel that you really want to do in your heart, regardless of what people might think about you, people in your in your in your surroundings, whether that be uh, wherever the fuck you happen to be, whether it's you know walking down the street, coffee shop, whatever. But then noticing that actually, it, it it's kind of spread to everything. It's not just like okay, the one guy you're talking to or those people standing over there. It eventually, once you realize it doesn't care what people think, your boss, people you work with your family members, society, like even ideas society has about what you, how you should be behaving or what you should be doing. All of those ideas suddenly become secondary to your authenticity about who are you and what do you actually want for yourself? That was actually the key. And so for years and years and years and years, that was the thing that was such a huge focus. Uh, and, and, and still to this day, you know, it's such a broad topic, the ego. What is the ego? And still, as I'm going down my own journey and going deeper into myself and going down the spiritual path, I'm uncovering more and more layers of ego and what is I and who am I and discovering that there's good parts of ego and there's really bad parts of ego. And this, it's a continuing uh, evolution of my understanding of this and what it is to me. Uh, and so and so that's why I thought it would be interesting. Mike, for he's been, uh, you know, in the U.S., uh, our, our number one coach. And he's just, you know, he's, he's been going out there teaching this stuff, teaching my system. Uh, but he's the one who's in, he was in field regularly. And so he's probably ha- has a lot of thoughts on, you know, his own the constant evolution of, of what we're teaching here. So we thought it would be nice to talk about the ego a little bit and uh, what it is and how we can conquer it. Yes. Or at least the bad part, the bad part, bad part, the bad part. Exactly. Because conquering the ego completely would actually be spiritual enlightenment, right? that, that, that there to be no ego would be, there would be no person. There would be no Sasha at all. I would just be sitting there and it would just be God consciousness. There would be, there would be no, nothing. I wouldn't be like nothing. It would be nothing here. So that we're not going for that. (laughs) The way that
0: I explain it to the students, actually, when I'm on the call with them is, uh, if you, if you completely eliminated the ego, you're right. There'd be nothing here because you would be fucking dead. Mm. The ego, we still need the ego. The main goal of the ego is to keep us safe. And the way that it thinks it can keep us safe is by keeping us separate, by keeping us isolated from, from any potential threat. So it's actually your ego that tells your consciousness, hey, you are not one with oncoming traffic, stay out of the fucking road, all right? That's your, that's your ego doing that. So you completely <laughs> like, that's the problem if you take, if you experience ego death on um, mushrooms, like, or many many things or many things yeah. that's why you need a sitter so you don't wander off into the fucking woods in the middle of the night when it's 30 below zero and die because you you know you have no ego right. um but if we can get our ego to start working for us then we can supercharge our results in whatever
1: area well we're in. well the problem is so so that that's a healthy part of ego don't walk into a frozen lake that's good i think we can all agree yeah. don't walk you're don't are not fall- one with the ice no that that's not okay <laughs> But the part of the ego that says, oh, I really want to meet this person over there. They seem so interesting and wonderful. But let's and let's say it's someone you're attracted to. Maybe you want to you want to date them. And and the ego comes up and says, no, nah, bro, she's probably going to reject you. And you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do it. That's not helping you nope. because there is no chance of death. Right. There's no chance of death. And you come up to go. Hey, what's up, cutie? How's it going? Uh, you're, you're too old for me. Get away. Yeah. You are no closer to dying than you were before you did that. At all, and so that's the problem with, with with the unhealthy part of the ego. It's it's stopping us from doing things that perceives as a risk to our actual existence, rather than or or something that might just you know feel a little bit poopy to the ego, which maybe thinks it's super cool and super awesome and whatever. So 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 that's the part of it that we want to destroy that unhealthy part. That's like no no you don't want to do that. You know you're imagine you're and I've had this exact situation with, with students in mind. They're earning a certain salary, they're being massively underpaid, uh, and they're you know and they know it. And after doing the course and actually stop getting a fuck with people, think they walk right up to the boss and was like, "Yeah, so either you increase my salary by 50% because that's what I should be getting paid, or I'm just going to find another job because I know I'm worth it." And the next day they're like, "Yeah, so he just raised my pay and apologized for underpaying me." And I was like, "Nice." Uh, you know, some guy told me he got like 20. He saves $20,000 right after the course because he was too shy to bid. He wanted to buy this one particular house. It was about 20 grand more than he could afford, and he's like, oh, "I guess I can't afford it." But after the course, he was like, "No, no." I'm gonna go for it anyway because I'm not afraid of the rejection. So he went to he found the owner and was like, "Hey, bro, I'll give you this amount. It's twenty thousand less, but that's what I have." And he was okay with it. And the guy was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll take it." So he's like, "I got the house I wanted because I just wasn't afraid of the rejection anymore." Yeah. And there's thousands and thousands. I mean, countless. I don't know. There's just fucking countless stories of people where once they just were like, "Actually, fuck that ego part. I don't need that shit. I'm gonna do what I want." Whole whole reality changes. Recently, I gotta tell you—you you just taught a guy a couple months ago. Real quick, uh, real quick. Yeah, yeah.
0: Shout out, shout out to Tony. We see you, Tony. Just trained with us in Boston. He's he's at the airport. He's getting his uh, his flight back to California now. Tony, you did great. It was great working with you. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you on the West Coast someday. What's hey, up, Marius? Our boy Marius. He's training. He came to the Infinite Man Summit. He's training with us in November in London. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a character. He's a he's a he's a, he's a funny dude. Um, and anybody else before we get going.
1: Let me see how to this guy. Sasha OG. Hello, I on Facebook,
0: Leonardo. What up, Leonardo? Thanks for Hello. being us. being. Thanks for being with us today. <laughs> thanks, thanks for, for merging us. With thanks us. for merging with us. Thanks for well, joining the infinite man, and we all became one. That's
1: right. We're all one exactly. here in this broadcast. So what were you? Uh, telling me. So another story, and the thing is, it's it's what, what's so amazing is even though I've been doing this for so long, you know, two thousand, you know, like ten years at this point, ten years plus I've been doing this stuff. And still, I, I still hear stories that just blow me away at the changes that guys have. It's unbelievable. So you just trained a guy, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Great guy. He's in he's in real estate, right? He came to the course, and surprise, surprise, he started taking way more chances, started dating tons of girls, and I just, I just filmed the testimonial from him that's so fucking raw and real and amazing and so inspirational. I really want to just stick it up on YouTube, and I will shortly. But he was basically saying not only, like, now his whole dating life like not just he has infinite dates like he's just like every night is packed not just with women but he says people keep inviting me to stuff because I've always got girls around and I'm super not needy and I'm a (laughs) lot more confident now so everyone keeps inviting he's just like I keep getting invited to like these fancy rich houses with wine tasting and all this other shit that no one ever invited me to but now everybody wants me at their party and I have all these dates and I'm completely not needy and he said when I realized that I don't give a fuck I can take chances and I'm not afraid of rejection anymore he went back to his work he said I mean, you got to watch the video. it's He it just basically said something inside me shifted, and I walked in there. he And he said one of his epiphanies was he was he was too much of a control freak. So he realized he needed to inspire his team at his own business without being controlling. So we walked in there and said, "Guys, I know you. I love you. I know I know you guys can do this. Here's the mindset. Fuck it. We're all going to." He 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 led them, inspired them by making so many calls. He'd call up people and go, "Hey, you know I'm running this business. This is what we're doing. Do you want to?" And he just started killing it. They started killing it because he started killing it and he trusted them to go. And he's like, his whole business Mm -hmm. changed. They're making thousands of dollars in a few short months. He's going to be able to hire someone that wants an insane salary. I can't remember what it was. was really, really a lot of money, like shit tons of money, like a six figure salary. He's going to be able to afford them, to hire them, to run his whole business. So then he can take a step back and work on it when he wants to and then go travel and do other things. And he's months away from that because of this mindset shift that he had. His entire life has changed completely. Business life, love life. He's getting on to the health thing next. He's going to start intermittent fasting. All this stuff because because of this shift of like, fuck what the ego thinks. I'm in charge. I'm going to do what I want regardless of what anyone else says. It's so profound. And, is, and I've realized recently is the cornerstone of what I've been teaching. Even when I was teaching pickup boot cancer, or dating, all that kind of shit. It didn't matter. It was actually all about social freedom, following your heart, following what's authentic. And we keep doing this today. And with Infinite Man, that's, that's all we do, Absolutely. it's beautiful. And it was great, when he showed up on course, he was so, um, you could see, it was, so we've
0: got multiple testimonials from this guy, we got the one that he filmed with me, the before, before and after, and you can just see before, He's all stiff. He's all up in his head, and afterward, he's just his shoulders are low, and he's just like, "Oh my
1: god!" He doesn't so get fuck. many realizations. This guy's yeah. so like happy. He's just all the time happy as fuck. He's just like, "I, I can't. I'm even hanging around this guy. I'm like, how did you get so happy?" And he's like, "Your course." I'm like, "Yeah, oh
0: yeah." <laughs> he, <It's> he's ridiculous. <laughs> he's one of multiple examples of guys that have taken the course and said to themselves, "Oh my god, I didn't realize life could be this this good, this easy." I most people think like you go outside and you see a bunch of people walking around the street. And I don't know if you're like me, but the way I felt before taking the course was that there was a barrier like an invisible glass shield around every person. And if I had to if I wanted to talk to one of them, unless it was something simple, like asking for directions, I had to somehow get through that barrier because every person I I assumed wanted to be in their own little barriers and who the hell was I to say anything. Now, really, we're talking about ego here. How does that relate to ego? Well, I always like to say on my on my sales calls and to my students, the ego is the most overzealous, overprotective mother in the universe. And it's the most manipulative mother as well. So the ego's job is to keep you safe, is to keep you you know safe. It doesn't it's not its job is not to keep you happy. Its job mm-hmm. is just to keep you safe. So okay. if the job is to keep you safe, well, don't interact with anybody because they might be mean. They might be mean. They might call you a name. They might hurt you. They might whatever. They might judge you. So don't go up and talk to anybody unless it is for something incredibly transactional like, hey, do you know where where this store is or something like that? But beyond that, as soon as it's beyond that, well, value judgments come in. Who am I to be talking? Who are they to be listening? Who to blah, 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 blah. blah. And the ego just says, well, just don't take any action. Or it goes, you don't want to do that. And actually, that brings us to what the topic of what the title of this video is. There's, there's a, uh, there's the ego is been known about for a long time, and we've studied it. And uh, one of the, one of the, uh, the, the first guys to popularize talking about the ego, Sigmund Freud, t- took a trip to my college. One of the only things he, one of the only <laughs> ones he visited in, uh, in America, before I was born, of course. But. He's got some very common there's a uh, 3678 there's eight or more different
1: ego defenses that he talks about. So I just want to throw a couple out at you and see right. and see I've what never I've never really studied Freud. I just obviously I I know the general stuff he's talking about but this is fascinating. This will be the first time actually. Oh great. About this. Great. So so the first one the first couple are are pretty easy.
0: So the the most common one of an ego protection is simply denial. Mm-hmm. And that's just saying I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't really have a problem. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and that's probably the step one. You there's, I guess there's different, you would say there's different levels of ego Mm. and you have to, in order to train with us, you have to at least overcome the first defense mechanism of denial. You have to be able to say, okay, there's, there's, you don't have to think you're broken. You're not broken. You're not a, you're not a broken. If you're broken, we're all broken. Right? So you don't have to think that you're broken, but You know, even if everything is firing all cylinders, you could still improve, right? So as long as you have a realization of like, I'm not infallible, I've got issues I need to work on. Well, that's when you're going to pick up the
1: phone and give us a call. But you probably won't even be watching this video until then. It's one of the main, main, uh, as I get older, for me, it's become one of the main points I want to put out at all times in all interviews all the time. None of us are perfect. We all have our own shit to work on, period. And if you can't admit that, if you can't look in the mirror and go, yeah, you have stuff to work on. You're not going to get anywhere in life. You are going to be single. You're going to be fucking broke. You're going to be depressed because you will never improve. Even if you're thinking, "Oh, things are pretty good," if you really think you're done uh, growing, you're not even. You're probably going backwards, to be honest. So, yeah. yeah. So that's step one. So if you're in denial, no, no, I'm perfect. The per- the perfection syndrome. You're so you you're not even ready for step one. You're not ready for anything. You need to really wake up, and that's. I guarantee you, that's that's your ego saying, "No, no, no, I'm I'm perfect." It's not you. The, the, the yeah. real you, the self, your soul on the highest level. Yeah. You're, 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 you know, you are perfect on that level, but on the human adventure, uh-uh. <laughs> you're not, I'm not, Mike's not, nobody is. Right. So, um, good, good. So, uh, uh,
0: displacement is the other one so the example they give is during lunch at a restaurant Mark is angry at his older brother but he does not express it and instead is verbally abusive to the server Mm -hmm. so that's basically you know I'm mad about something else and I'm gonna take it out on in a different situation and I think when it comes to our students especially the guys that are in their their young 20s mid to young 20s this comes out in a lot of self destructive sometimes aggressive behavior And it could be, you could be drinking too much. You could be getting high too much. You'd be jerking off too much. You could be procrastinating on any other part of your life. Um, But anywhere where, uh, basically what I'm telling you is that your issue is an existential issue that needs, you know, working on your ego in order to solve it until you realize it's going to feel angry and frustrated and take it out on whatever relates. So for a lot of guys that ends up turning into misogyny and becoming this a, res- a resentment towards women because they're so frustrated about a lack of connection in their life.
1: That's right. That's right. And it's really it's really sad to see. Whenever I see, you know, there's like a guy who, you know, went ape shit was sexually frustrated and shot a bunch of people, I'm always like even though he was really messed up, yeah. Yeah, we probably could have helped that guy. We probably could have helped that yeah, guy. Because it, yeah, it was it was just a lot of pent-up rage and the guy snapped. He had a, he had a psychotic break. Nobody who's sane Absolutely. would take a gun and go shoot people. So um, don't let it get to that point, folks. If you're thinking about hurting someone, <laughs> come talk to us first. Right, right. And uh okay, so moving on, we've already we've all heard about
0: projection. So you're feeling something, so you just project that onto the other person. A lot of times when it comes to ego, um, it can be like a lack of knowing yourself, so you just assume that nobody else is trustworthy either, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't know yourself intimately. You think, well, how can I take this guy's advice or coaching or how can mm-hmm. I believe his story, you know, cause you're just assuming that other people feel the way you are or
1: you're just projecting your, your own emotions onto the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one. I'm having all these flashbacks of, of guys I've, I've dealt with over years and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> that guy was doing that a lot. Um, yeah, generally speaking, like what you see in others is what you what you see in yourself. So if you're really not trusting other people, you don't trust yourself. Um, if you if you're very angry and you hate people, well, you hate yourself. Because think of just think about it just instinctually. If you completely love yourself and you're like, I love me, I'm so wonderful, I want to go share this love. When you see people, your automatic thing will be love. I love you too. I love you too. Absolutely. Yeah. Because why would <laughs> well, I'm so used to loving me? <laughs> why wouldn't I love someone else? So um, so yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and when you're
0: in we also we attract what we are. And, um, so you're, you're, if you're an untrusting, untrusting person, uh, you're probably going to attract other paranoid people.
1: And this is going to just reinforce whatever negative situation you're in. Now, this is interesting for me. Cause I'm just thinking about my own situation. I'm a very trusting person, even though I've been fucked over lots of times before my nature is still to be very trusting. So what I'm learning is something called discernment mm-hmm. where it's like, even though naturally I'm very, very trusting. I'm actually somebody who needs to, to, to consciously be like, even though my nature is trusting, really like feel where is this person coming from? How long have I known them? If I've only owned them for two weeks and they're asking me for some money, that's yeah. that's a red flag, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So so discernment is really important, really important if you're someone like me who's actually naturally very, very trusting. But the the, the beautiful part is because I'm on the, the path of self-love, self-discovery, self-healing, um, I haven't allowed these experiences of me having, you know, people taking advantage of me, they haven't affected me. Only to get me more consciousness, and oh, okay, I need to be more careful how I deal with people because I'm so trusting. But I have met people who are completely distrusting and angry, and think that, and and are, are negative because they've had bad experiences, and that's a very dangerous trap to to fall into. To, to you know, so you cannot allow yourself to be shaped um, unconsciously. You got to be aware of what's going on and always be moving. Forgive, get over, learn the lesson, and then move forward to becoming the version of your best self that that you were meant to be. Yeah, actually, Marius, if I'm wrong about this, forgive me.
0: I think it was Marius, who, um, oh, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry, Marius, never mind. It was another guy. Another Infinite Man Summit attendee who, when we originally spoke, he was like, I'm I'm really sorry, man. It's just my father raised me to be very distrusting of anybody who's trying to sell me something. So I just don't, I want to buy from you, but I just can't bring myself. And I was like okay that's you're gonna have to you know you're gonna have to work on that right and he was like yeah yeah i do and then but six months later you know he came to the summit and then he's like oh yeah now i want to do the vip want to. so so for all these things that we're talking about guys like if you're if if this is resonating with you these are things that you can literally google like you know how to get around rejection how to get around denial how to like these are you can just google the term and and start looking up articles or come train with us right there's that um uh rationalization. So that's basically justifying justifying your behaviors mm. and every everybody does that sort of thing. That's so one much. of the things we get a lot of with so the students much. and I guess I'll give a little example. Uh, Kim failed his history course because he did not study or attend class, but he told his roommates that he failed because the professor didn't like him. Yeah, right. that there's one where we get that all the time. oh women just don't like me, or women only want money, or they're all gold, they're all gold diggers, they're all they all want this, they all want that, some excuse. Oh, she's gonna want too much of my time. Basically, any rationalization, any excuse, any justification for why you're not doing something that you know you should be doing or that is a healthy thing, that's what we're talking about here.
1: It's so ridiculous. I have so many things coming to my head right now. It's just like
0: yeah. That that one though is fixed with the why game. So if you think, if you worry that you might be rationalized something, rationalizing for something, just keep asking yourself why over and over and over again until you either get down to, a, to an answer that really truly makes sense, not just to you, but to the other people listening, or you keep struggling to find an answer. If you're struggling to find an answer, then you realize that this is emotional. It's not logical. You're making it up. So don't try to be rational about it. Either accept your irrationality and be like, yeah, I know I'm being irra- irrational or work to
1: change it. How many times have we had guys on the phone and we're talking to them and they're like, "Yeah, I haven't had a date in two years, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I really need help." Yeah, cool. So, do you want to just do the training with us? Oh no, no, I'm going to figure it out on my own. Figure no. it out. I'm going to get we'll there on myself. You know,
0: I'm I'm in my uh, I'm in okay. my mid thirties, uh,
1: and I've already uh, not been able to uh, apply a bunch of other advice, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. One guy, one guy, uh, very sadly, I haven't spoken about it, but ripped me off uh, recently, Some guy, somebody I worked with for many, many years, and he basically just stole a bunch of shit and a load of money that I trusted him with. And he, and he goes, yeah, yeah, but you know, it's okay that I did that, that I broke your trust, even though you always supported me, uh, and I stole money from you and shit. It's okay because, you know, I, I feel like you weren't paying me what I was worth, so it works out. It works out the same that I stole from <laughs> that's you. That's what he said? Literally, that's what he I'm said. Like that's his whole Yeah. Well, he's somebody who's completely in this, you know, brutally, brutally mired in, in ego, and he can't see it yeah absolutely yeah
0: well i mean that's yeah that's entitlement entitlement's not an ego defense but it's definitely a um
1: uh a mutation of a bad ego like and when i call him on it, he gets really really angry and starts swearing at me and telling me you know it's it's all of it it's in fact it's he's hit this is amazing i need to check out this list i need to go more into this list (laughs) because it's like wow we need to be doing this on our consults just okay so ego checklist. Here we go. Yes, you need social freedom, bitch. You need to destroy that ego. Yes. For for rest assured, for every for everything,
0: every concept that Sasha teaches, I have read the book that goes along with it. So, <laughs> um, except maybe some of the higher level consciousness stuff. But power versus force. I'm reading now. Uh, reaction formation. So that's reducing anxiety by attempting to adopt beliefs that are contrary to your own. So this one's a little bit more rare. Mm. But uh, Nadia is angry with her coworker. For always being late uh, because she's partying, but instead, instead of calling her out on it, she says she's really agreeable and says that partying is cool. So basically, she's saying the opposite of what she really feels. Actually, you know where I do get this? I get this on sales calls all the time, and this is how this this happens on the sales calls. Is I get a guy and they're like, "Oh my God, this is amazing! Yes, yes, I definitely." And they're so yes, yes, and I'm like, and I'm like you you seem really you seem a little too excited and I never hear from those guys again like the the guys that get too excited and like I will definitely I'll definitely call in the, the 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 more they go out of their way to justify how they're not gonna be like my pre like other guys no no no, I'll call you back tomorrow I promise you you can give me a day to think about it but never fucking hear from them again
1: yeah i I remember that actually happening a lot now the people who say, yeah yeah this one hundred percent. No, but it's, it's almost like an overcompensation. I guess there's, they're, they're saying it so that you like them. Right. Yeah, they're, 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 so con- they're, like they're yeah.
0: conflict-averse in the moment, and their ego is yeah. saying, don't be honest to this guy because he might yell at you, right. or he might make you feel bad, or you might feel, you know, whatever. It'll yeah. remind you that you're not taking action. So just agree, agree, agree. And, you know, there's different ranges of that. There's some people that are so out of touch with themselves that they truly believe what they're saying right Mm. they believe they're gonna call me back tomorrow and then when their ego really gets a hold of them is like no you're not doing that like they were actually they're actually surprised by this and then those people actually i feel bad for them because they probably feel really shitty they probably feel that have a really strong shame response the next day Mm. and go oh i'm just and it basically i'm thinking it probably takes them backwards and they they're even less likely to call somebody else for help which is which is a shame Mm. um but all the all the reason this is why you got to go back to that whole denial one right at the beginning because I feel like those people also have a very strong sense of denial and then they're justifying these things kind of build on each other don't they right
1: yeah um I'm gonna look at the comments after and see if there's anything we want to comment on repression so repression
0: is when you uh you basically act immature to sort of make yourself feel better. So you're not getting your way, your ego's feeling threatened, you're whatever. So that's when you're going to get standoffish. That's when you're going to start making shitty responses. That's when you're going to, maybe if it's about an existential issue, that's when you're going to go act like a child, get too drunk, spray paint a building, <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, we tend, we don't tend to, fortunately, we don't tend to see that a lot on, on boot camps. Most guys don't, don't, uh, don't regress back to childhood. Fortunately not. No, they tend to, sometimes they have like epiphanies about childhood memories. Mm. Uh, Like they'll be like, oh my God, I just realized that this thing must be why I'm acting this way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, usually they don't start getting immature. We've been fortunate, fortunate in that one. Um, Sublimation. So uh, Jerome's desire for revenge on the drunk driver who killed his son is channeled into a community support group for people who've lost loved ones to drunk driving. Mm-hmm. Sublimation is a good one. So sublimation is a healthy ego defense where you're like, okay, I used to be an alcoholic, but now I'm a runner. Um, at the same time, I think the risk you run with sublimation is overcompensation, overcompensation because I know a lot of former cokeheads that are now marathon runners and their family is just as pissed, well, <laughs> maybe not just as pissed, but still pretty pissed because every single day he's off running, doing his thing yeah. for hours and hours at the at the expense of you know, his family and social sure. life. Sure,
1: mm-hmm. Um Makes sense. Yeah, but but usually, I mean, actually- Well, actually, this happens a lot um, with guys who go through a training. They get too much into picking up chicks and then they're going out, rather than just like getting pretty good and getting a girlfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. now they're out every day, eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, and, it, and people get stuck in this. And it's uh, it becomes also really unhealthy. This we over... just got a soundtrack, but yeah. So that can be that can be really unhealthy if you if you overcompensate for anything. Yeah, yep. so that's something to be aware of. Okay, and uh, I'm going to stop starting this thing here just in case we're over time. How long have we been going,
0: Mike? We've been going for about 28 minutes. Oh yeah,
1: that so should be good.
0: So, and we're we're uh, we're kind of coming to the. End. I mean, there's there's other defense mechanisms that are just different ways of saying the same thing. Um projection so that's yeah that's most of them you've also got some other you know these aren't all the ego to general defense mechanisms like humor fantasy uh you know where you try to make light of the situation or you imagine something else but those aren't so those those aren't so much related to the ego as these other ones but yeah that's that's um that's the majority of them and we tend to see some version of almost all of those every boot camp which is fine Mm -hmm. um but yeah, really, all you guys need to do out there is get past the denial. One be able to accept that you've got issues, that you've got things you need to work on. You you can accept that you have flaws without feeling, without having to feel like a bad person. The ego is what makes you feel bad for having your flaws. I'm late for shit all the time. It's one of my I'm constantly late for anything that unless like it's a plane, right? Um, I know it's disrespectful to people sometimes. I know it has to do with my ego thinking that what I'm doing is more important than other buddy, everybody else, blah, blah, blah. I do feel guilt about it at times, but I don't feel shame. It's a part of my life that has been, been there forever. And to be honest with you, it's not at the top of my priority list of things to fix because it hasn't become a, a detriment to my life. So I'm just choosing to accept that flaw to recognize it, but but also accept it. So I have a flaw, but I don't feel, I feel guilty about it when I do it, but I don't feel shame. I don't feel frozen. You know, I just feel like it's something I'm not, this could apply You're talking to- talking about
1: your ice cream addiction? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was just about to say, this could apply to food addictions, it could apply to weight, it could apply whatever. You don't need to be perfect. You just need to be able to say, I've got an issue that I want to take steps to correct.
1: Yep, awareness is the, is the first step always. Just acknowledging like, oh, okay, I can react, I can be reactive sometimes. Or sometimes, you know, I ignore things that people are telling me that I know will help me a lot. And I, t- I tend to just like deflect it. So maybe I should listen a little bit more, you know, just being aware of what you're doing is the first critical step, awareness. Yeah, yeah. Um, and on that note,
0: we'll close on this. So we've we've described a lot of stuff, but we haven't given you a lot of useful step-by-step things you can do to actual actually, you know, uh, uh, make some progress on this. But really, this boils down to your ego. You can think of it in a variety of ways. You can think of it in like a consciousness way as like it's this entity that you need to battle. You can think of it as like the physical parts of your brain, like your basal ganglia, which is concerned with pattern recognition and pattern maintenance. You can think of it as thought patterns. Getting it? A mosquito. It comes um, so let's take the thought pattern approach, right? So here's a situation. Let's let's say, let's say you're going to go... Uh, uh, well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you what I do on on sales calls okay so your ego it's the most overzealous overproductive mother in the world and it can't do analysis your brain is not mil- built for analysis you think it is because you're thinking all the time but it's really built for prediction prediction is what keeps us alive prediction is what keeps us from getting you know hit by cars and walking into you know whatever it's prediction so the ego the predictive capabilities of the ego are even worse than the rest of the of the brain the predictive capabilities of the ego say this status quo equals alive. That's Mm -hmm. it. Status quo equals alive. That's the only thing the ego can predict. So that's why every time you try to change it, the ego goes, no, we might die. So you're like, okay, well, you know, we're going to, we're going to eat healthier. So we lose weight. Well, that's different than the status quo. The, the ego can't analyze that. It just predicts potential death. So how do we fix this? Whenever the ego pipes up with something that's meant to keep us in place, you know, and you'll, you'll know what, when it's doing that, because it's the thoughts you think all the time, you have to stop it, recognize it for what it is, a falsehood, ego trying to keep you in place, and then replace that with the positive thought or action. So one of the things that, um uh, uh, with, with students, you know, you see, you, you want to do a social interaction. You want to, you know, go up, talk to that pretty girl, or you're at a networking event. And the guy who's, who's runs the website that has the solution to your business issue is standing right over there. And you're going to go talk to them. Well, your eyes see the person. They tell your legs to move over there. But before the signal can get to your legs, your ego jumps in and says, no, 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 no. If we go over there, we might die. Why might we die? Because they might not like us. It doesn't make sense anymore at that point.
1: Right? so you have to say no or, ego or if we sp- if we spend this money on this course and it doesn't work or we'll starve to death we'll starve we'll to death yes then we'll die no ego that's not true i'm not
0: gonna die i'm gonna go over there and see what happens and probably the best mindset for this is simply the number one mindset that we teach on the course curiosity whatever excuse your ego gives you say let's go find out so Easier said than done, especially when you don't have a coach there pushing you into the situations. But still, it starts with this: figure out the easiest goal that you can accomplish when it comes to rewiring your ego. So you know something that maybe is uh, isn't isn't like a deep-seated issue. Maybe it's something as simple as like um, I don't know, brushing your teeth more often. If you've got bad oral hygiene, you know that that is whether you think it is or not. That is also part of your ego. Your, you you got into the habit. And your ego wants to maintain that habit. It just wants to maintain habits. That's all it wants to do. So even if you're like, I'm going to brush my teeth more often, I'm going to floss. I'm going to start flossing every day, right? Even that is going to be a bit of an ego battle. So pick something. Notice the resistance that your ego gives you. Oh, we don't have to do this tonight. You've already brushed your teeth. You don't need to floss. It's fine. You brushed your teeth yesterday. You did it yesterday. You've gotten such a good streak. We're not going to miss, you know, all that other kind of whatever defenses, whatever thoughts that come up, your common, identify your common ones, and then just start, start analyzing. Nope redirect. It's just like, honestly, it's like teaching a dog, right? You can't teach a dog if a dog never makes any mistakes. If you have a perfect dog from since he's a puppy, you try teaching that guy commands because he doesn't know the difference. He doesn't know the, the the distinction. So the dog actually has to screw up so we can learn. Same thing for you. So that's another reason to accept
1: ourselves with all our flaws and our ego in whatever state it is. Yeah, I think I read in a book somewhere that said, um, you know, the reason we're so afraid of, of rejection now is because back when we were in tribes living in tribes if you got rejected by the tribe typically they would kick you out of the tribe and out there alone you're dead you're dead yeah you're actually going to be dead a
0: social death is a real
1: so 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 it used to be that a social death was a real death but now so consensus following consensus and not getting kicked out of the tribe that was how you you stay alive but actually in today's world following consensus kills your soul exactly exactly and think about that for a second following consent how many people do you know that are genuinely unhappy because and they have it all. They have a house. You can have a girlfriend, a kid, whatever. But they still want to fucking kill themselves. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. In my life, my closest friends, the people that are the happiest, the most authentic living in their hearts, d- dream manifesting what they want in their life. They all have the same attitude when it comes to consensus. Fuck consensus. Consensus yeah. reality, living that shit, living consensus reality is the death of your soul. In today's world. That is the truth. And that's essentially what we're we're breaking people out of. Absolutely. And and the, the,
0: the, the chain. why the change? Why the change from pre prehistory to now? Well, pre-society. It was egalitarian it was a different structure there wasn't capitalism there wasn't a lot of this you know oh this is mine there wasn't even a concept of ownership people didn't say oh, this is, this is my cell phone right it was the tribe's cell phone it was the tribes thing and everybody had a role to play and everybody knew what that role was from day one you probably did what your father did and if you didn't want to do what he did they'd probably find you another oh we got to well we're not going to kill you just because you don't fit in so we'll make you the tribe joker or you know what we would probably be we would probably be warrior priests you and i yeah right me a little bit more warrior you a little bit more priest that'd but be, but the be. same sort of we we those would be our our sort of roles right shaman fighting shaman the fighting the fighting shaman. <laughs> but in today's world because of because of ownership consumerism capitalism all these other it's basically your tribe is you have to build your tribe you have to find your tribe and You can't find your tribe until you take action, enough action in your lone life to define what it is that you believe in. How do you want to run your life? What do you value as a person? What makes you happy? What, what financial or business pursuits do you think help the world that you want to get? You got to figure all this shit out for yourself. Whereas in the past your tribe and everybody all got along together and there were any big issues were no big deal because you still all were happy together. You didn't have all the, you didn't have cancer. You didn't have, schizo- if you had schizophrenia, you were much more empathetic to the schizophrenic, right? Like you were
1: like- Don't you, tell me, tell
0: them like- Yeah, that's right. Anyway, life was life was a bit better. Check out the book Sex at Dawn if you want to read like about how life was not as shitty as people try to make it sound before society. It was Things were pretty good back then. But nowadays we have no leader. We have no, you know, chieftain. We have no whatever. All of the people that are supposed to be leading us are obviously bad role models. So you men out there, you women too, who are watching, you need to define your own reality. You need to decide what do you believe in and which of your beliefs are helpful and which are harmful. There's no point in believing something true if by believing it, you end up having a miserable life, right? It would make more sense to believe something that's false that leads you to happiness than to believe something that's true that makes you miserable. Right. I mean, unless the goal of your life is to be miserable. Right. So perception is reality. You guys figure out what your own reality is and then you can build your tribe down
1: to live your own truth. Because because, again, millions of people believe something to be true, but it's actually not. Mm-hmm. So, it's like live your truth and refuse to accept other people's truth if it doesn't, if it's not true for you, if it doesn't serve you.
0: YouTube keeps blocking everybody that swears, and I keep because someone yeah, wrote, this fuck is, this consensus. Is, this,
1: is, this is why we need approved, like, approved, on on approve. non-decentralized approve. uh, platforms. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just opened an account over on uh, BitChute. It's, I believe the account is infinite-man. I put up an intro video. So, uh, yeah, we're, I'm going to be uploading everything on there because I know in the end everything is moving to decentralization. I, I, I hate this. This is so stupid. I like swearing. Well, actually, we, there's a thing called Super Chat that we didn't
0: turn on. And I think in that yeah. you uh, you, uh, you can you say get... swearing is okay. I think That'll so. Well, there, there's settings that I think we... Oh, that's right. We could have marked it explicit if we marked it explicit.
1: Oh, okay. We're learning. We're learning, oh, yeah, folks. We can do that next right, time. Next time. But uh, that was, uh, it was a lot of good stuff, I think. It was good stuff. I'm I i was, I'm sad only that I didn't read the comment. I'm going to scroll through real quick and see if there's something that inspires no, me. We said out of these guys. We did say hi to these guys. Was that? Let's see here.
0: Oh, someone said I'm looking cut. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. Yash, hey Yash, how's it going?
1: Who else we got? Mm-hmm. Nonsensical Reality, I like that for a name. That's a great name.
0: Yeah, well, we appreciate you guys watching. Uh, uh, give us a thumbs up if you haven't already. Um, subscribe to the page if you're not. Uh, don't know how you'd find us on a live stream if you're not already subscribed, but Share the video. That always helps us. Uh, share any of our videos, guys. The, really, the best way to help us is to just send somebody a link to our content. That's that's really it. If you like us, if you want us to keep making stuff, just share our stuff. That's
1: true. It's that simple. Somebody somebody has created a. <laughs> What's? I don't think that's the real Jeff Burrow. Because yeah, a Jeff. He's uh, interviewed me lots of times, and he wouldn't say this young gentleman. <laughs> um, but i fake that's that's i so fake so jeff I how's like it? it going but it's, it's okay Je- jeff the real jeff
0: is, is out there somewhere oh speaking of jeff jeff berwick's anarchapulco conference february 16th and 17th immediately before infinite man summit 2018 february 18th and 19th that's so true. go make a weekend out of if it. you haven't already
1: bought infinite man tickets i don't know why tickets
0: why? currently on sale 197 pounds and um we don't know if they're going to go up from there. They might. They always could. So get them now while
1: they're as cheap as you can get them. And usually it goes up. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Getting some sun. It's always it's always so good. And meeting more more infinite men. Where is this mosquito coming from? All right, I guess uh, I guess we. Oh yeah, Igno says love your spiritual contact, guys. Good. Love you too. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you. Uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Cheers, everyone. Be ballsy.